Manajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Breaking news here on ESPN 106.3. Before we get to Ask Steve's with Steve Pollard-Senior, Robbie Anderson got kicked off the field by his own interim head coach yesterday, and he is no longer a Carolina Panther. According to Ian Rappaport, NFL Network, Robbie Anderson is now an Arizona Cardinal. God is good. So Cliff Kingsbury desperately, desperately trying to keep himself employed, Theo. That's what it sounds like. Well, not just that. He's just free my brother. So I'm glad that it's uh, two of us on the outside now. We just need to reach back and get Brian Burns, get DJ Moore, get all my bros uh-huh. out there, even Christian McCaffrey, all right? You know, get up, get us all out of there. Matter of fact, get PJ uh, Walker while you're at it. It's an escape from Charlotte right now. Robbie Anderson is an Arizona Cardinal. Ken LeVick alive here on ESPN 106.3. Uh, we are going to uh, smarten this thing up. Steve Palatina, president of Good Karma Brands. He joins us every single week, and he fields any question that we feel necessary for him to answer, including questions from listeners about a variety of different topics. It is time now for Ask Steve's. <laughs> Steve Paulette Senior is a Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer, a business maven, an accomplished youth coach, and a worldly family man. Every week he bestows his expansive wisdom upon us. It's time again for Ask Steve's, presented by the Capital One Orange Bowl. Legends are made there. Who's next? Get your tickets today at orangebowl.org. You've got mail. All right, Steve. Welcome back in as we start our week here with Steve Politziner. Uh Steve, I, um, I, I, I had to admit as we started the show, hold on, I think I'm going to be sick again. Hold on. <laughs> I think the Jets proved something. Here's the garbage can. Here's the garbage can. I think the Jets proved something to me, and uh, it is absolutely miserable. I told you last week the Giants, I, I think they're, they're, they're not great. Are they contender? Yes, because there's a belief with them. Brian Dable is a flat-out good coach. Do you get any New York angst when your Giants are good and all of a sudden the Jets come out of nowhere and they appear to be good? No, no, that because hey guys, that's not really a rivalry, you know, the Giants and the Jets because they don't they don't always play each other. The Giants they've never they're rarely good at the same time, um, and for the most part, the Giants have been a much better organization than the Jets from a consistent standpoint. If you look at over the last you know couple of decades, obviously not the last several years for the Giants, but I, I was there yesterday, and I, I'm a you know I'm a Giants fan. And I didn't go in thinking the Giants were, go- were going to win. And it didn't even look like in the fourth quarter the Giants were going to win. No. But they made the plays when they had to make them. And they are legit. I mean, you can't – I mean, they're 5-1. and one out. They're a legitimate contender in a division that now has, like, three real teams with the Giants, the Eagles, and the Cowboys. You just can't argue with five and one. It really, in the NFL, it doesn't matter how you got there, which is why when I see Cowboys fans trying to cope today, saying, oh, with our backup quarterback, the Eagles only beat us by eight. Um, but that doesn't matter. In the NFL, you get a win, you get a win. Five and one is five and one. It's that simple. And, and the Giants are consistent. 
they play all close games, but there's obviously, I mean, Steve, I think this translates to, to business probably as well, but if there's a belief there uh, and you can execute in the moments that require the, the execution, it doesn't matter style points, anything like that. Getting the job done is really the only thing that matters here. Yeah, because, like, to your point, uh, when you look at the records right now in the NFL, the Falcons have as many wins as the Rams. The Colts yeah. have as many wins as the Buccaneers. Like, who is good? Yeah. Right? I, I think we know the Bills <laughs> and the Chiefs are good. The Bills and the Chiefs are good. Damn right. Like, they're, they're going to be good. It was a good game. They're going to be there, likely, like, at the end. It appears that the Eagles are good. I mean, I'm saying it's 6-0. Like, it's starting to appear that the Eagles are good. It's just going into the year. You know, going into the year, you didn't have them there. And then it's just a total hodgepodge. And and that's where it should be. That's what makes the NFL great. You know, you put your phone down for an hour. Or, like, yesterday I was at the game, so I wasn't watching other games. And you're like, wait, what? And one of them, I just wasn't – I didn't have fantasy players. I had, like, no action in the Falcons 49ers game. And I'm like, what? The Falcons won? When, when did that happen? Yeah. And yeah. it, that's the, isn't that the great thing about, about the NFL? I, I'm wondering, and I guess this is for everybody, the Colts are 3-2-1. and one. Does that make them above 500? Do we consider them an above 500 team at 3-2-1? and one? I think technically that is considered above 500. Yeah. Yeah, that's miserable. That is really, really miserable based on the way they You're play. You're real down. Yeah, they, you sound really, you sound real down. Steve, it's, I hate football. It's been a hate, t- it's been a tough day I, over I, here. I hate watching. I hate watching the Dolphins' offensive line be. You you could legitimately set up cones in front of Teddy Bridgewater or Skylar Thompson, whichever quarterback is going to be put out there based on whoever suffered a first possession injury every single week and get a better result than what's currently out there. The Dolphins are the worst team in the AFC East right now. <laughs> if, Tua, if Tua gets this type of protection when he comes back Sunday night, he'll have another nationally televised concussion. And the Jets being good drives me crazy. The Patriots once again going to a late round draft pick and he's dominating. That drives me crazy. I hate football. That's why I sound so down. Yeah. Yeah, you're passionate. You're you're a great fan because three losses in a row for the Dolphins three weeks ago, prior to concussions, Dolphins looked all world. Oh, Tyreek Hill, what a brilliant acquisition, the way they're using him. We know the line isn't great, but they just have to get they just have to hang on long enough for Tua to get it in Hill's hands which is less than you would need for, like, a traditional dropback scenario. And now, look, you want you, you hate everyone. That's why the NFL is awesome. And, and could we stop about the sun? Could we stop talking about the, how the opposing sideline gets all the sun at Hard Rock Stadium? I'm sorry. Deal with it. It's hot in South Florida. Oh, but the sun's there. Set up a tent. You have air-conditioned benches. Use that. To me, Steve, that's no excuse. That's no excuse. Oh, it's so hot. The Dolphins are dirty cheaters. No, that's just the way the stadium was designed. It's a competitive advantage. You should be able to have a competitive advantage. Be a big boy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Again, I was at the game yesterday, and the, the Giants on the Giants' side, they're in the sun because it's obviously a little cooler, and the, other, and the Ravens are in the shade. Oh, yeah. no, you're in the shade. Yeah. How are right. you going to live? 
I don't. I. I it, this excuse making is is insane. Uh, Steve Paltina, Ras Steve's here. Uh, Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. We have a couple of questions uh, from fans per usual here, Steve. You guys are getting Let's shredded. Start with- you guys are getting shredded. You, I want to hear about how you're getting shredded today. Uh, we're getting shredded at Shred Day. So uh, what we were saying is there's a lot of dis- despicable people. There we go. There is our, nice. canned, our canned shred sound effect here. Um, uh, I think financial shred days. That is actually a great sound effect. Let's hear that one more time, uh, Silent Assassin Christian Cat. Uh, this is the best the Internet can offer this right here. This is the Dolphins postseason hopes going <laughs> right, right down the shredder right now. Um, but, but, Steve, as you know, there's a lot of despicable people out there, and you don't want anybody getting a hold of your financial documents, something falling into the wrong hands, so you need to get it shredded. You need to take care of it. Make sure that that uh, you have nothing to worry about with your personal identity, your bank accounts, and that's why I think Financial has free shred days. We're at the Delray location, I think Financial, um, but there are shred days all throughout the area. It's not just that. You bring a non-perishable or a canned food item, and Steve, here's the thing. It's not just bring in your documents, and I think Financial is going to shred them for you. I'm looking at bags of chips. I'm looking at smoothies. I'm looking at snacks. They're taking care of you as well. All you have to do is bring in your financial documents to get them shredded. That's not a bad deal. That makes me, uh, I'm angry at football, but I'm happy at life from that respect. Well, I think that's important uh, a perspective to have, Ken, because you get very yeah. angry. And, uh, that's because I'm working on myself. Just... Yeah. yeah. See, and that's yeah. another I'm thing. Working... I f- see, I think financial is giving you that uh, opportunity. So <laughs> one, right. more, one more tends to be one more benefit. Thank you for the mental stability as well, I think, financial. Uh, let's go uh, I, I to uh, no, Patty. Uh, I take no responsibility for your mental condition, <laughs> but I, I got you. <laughs> Nobody should either. Um, uh, Patty in Jupiter, uh, she has a question for you, Steve. Uh, she writes, when your kids bring home candy after trick-or-treating on Halloween, <laughs> how much candy should you take as an insurance policy or as a parental tax? Thanks, Steve. Love to listen to you. Um, oh, good call. Uh, I, I think I don't think you take much. I think you know that that's the kids, right? They earned it. Now you may want to say, "Do you want to give me any?" Or, "Hey, you know, I love Rolos, and you're not a big Rolo fan, you know, or something oh, like Rolo that." Rolo drop. But like uh-huh. I, I think that's the kids. Now the bigger <laughs> thing is is how long do you keep it? Meaning, all right, so you put it in. Maybe you know you put it in a a Tupperware or a bowl or something. Then is it is it does that is that the new dessert? Do you just all of a sudden everyone's now eating mm. Reese's, you know, multiple times a day? And how long and how long does it last? Also, when do for you stone that for stone that's a pre dinner snack and then dessert as well. Yeah, and I think Reese's is a good opportunity for breakfast. I think you can slip a few in there like I did when I walked into the office this morning. I went right for the Kit Kats. Like, yeah, oh I, I don't God. think there's ever yep, a time man. limit that a father or or a parent any of any sort could, should limit their kids. <laughs> Steve, to. Steve, when's the last time you've <laughs> you've dined upon a Rolo? By the way. <laughs> Uh, you know, it, truthfully, I'm not a big Rolo guy. No offense to the Rolo fans out there, but I, I tend to. Um, no, I'm a Reese's. I'm, I'm Reese's. I'm Reese's uh, all the way. And uh, but what I'm saying though is, isn't it weird? Like now, all of a sudden, you have this candy around. So can you have it as a snack? You wouldn't regularly, necessarily, in the middle of the day, have a snack. But like you earned it. You don't want to throw it out. Are you supposed yeah, it's a to reward. Eat it? Are you supposed to eat it? The diet yeah. goes down the tubes. It's very, very, very challenging. 
Now, uh, what I do is we usually put my girls' candy all in one bowl, and it's typically they get one sweet. Okay, so this time of year. Uh, Terrible because, father, but go so, ahead. So you have dinner, and they can have a sweet. What I do, because if I take a piece of that one candy, and my like daughter's... <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like, one sweet. Like, we're, yeah, we're a health family. We're not going crazy here, okay? And it lasts longer, so they stop complaining about me buying them something else, too. We're trying to, we're trying to lengthen the candy experience here. So for me, uh, if my daughters see me taking one of their pieces of candy, though, they'll call me out on it. Papa, papa, that's ours, that's ours. And that's where I fight back, too, Steve. You say, oh, the kids earned it. What did they really do? They showed up to someone's doorstep and said trick-or-treat, and they got handed candy because they're cute. That's not earning it. Like, that's just something that yeah. we've, uh, we've turned into tradition. So I don't want my daughters telling me, oh, I earned this. No, 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 no. I walked you around. I made you cute. I made just as much effort as you are, okay? So, I, pay, I paid uh, in, for your costume. Yep, I got you. That's right. So, so that's, that's right. Setting, well, my wife did. That's just setting expectations. That's just setting expectations. So when they bring it, they bring the candy in that night where you're going through all the candy and you're counting, oh, five star bars. Oh, we got seven, <laughs> you know, Clark bars. I don't know. I'm really pulling some random things today. On the, Clark on the candy but <laughs> um, then you hear say, Heath bar All right, great. You, yeah, no, it's like you say, oh, great, you have now done, this is for all of us, so good job, it's for all of us, because you said you put the girls' candy together. Some people keep them separate, and like, this is mine, yeah. this is theirs, kids trade, I like Almond Joy, you like this, you know, like, there'll be some trading going on, and... Um, making it more of a of an exercise there. You just kind of put them all in one. All right, well, then then you have set the, the, the rules in your family are, this is the family's candy. We all participated in Halloween. Right. So, you know, if I want something and it's the last one, I'm entitled to it. That's right. It's a community wow. bowl. But I, I, take it, I take it without my daughter seeing it so I don't get called out. I like walk into my bedroom and eat it. That's my existence is I'll sneak it in the kitchen and go to my bedroom to eat like a, a Tootsie Roll. Um, uh, Steve Palatina <laughs> with us here, president of Good Karma Brands. Ask Steve's here on ESPN 106.3. Uh, Bobo in Lake Worth uh, is asking you, Steve, hey, what did you think of last night's House of Dragon episode? Don't watch it. I don't watch anything weird or scary. Those are two two real two rules of, of thumb, and I know it's very broad. But um, in fact, I'm with Bob Costas. I wasn't even into the the commercial when when, when they did it in the baseball game. I turned the other way. I'm kidding you not. On Saturday night, I was at a Halloween thing. Uh, we were out of town visiting some family. We went to like um, some little mini haunted house thing, and yeah. they, one of the things they said is, "And we'll have a Stranger Things room." You know, like, you know, whatever. It's one of the hot trends. Uh-huh. And, and you're um, like, I'm my out. Older, my 12-year-old my and my wife, very into Stranger Things. My 9-year-old uh-huh. and, and me, not, we said, like, tell us. We told the people, can you tell us when we're coming upon the Stranger Room thing, the Stranger <laughs> Things room? Because we're going to do something with our time during that time. So, uh, no, no, I, awesome. I didn't watch I don't watch it. Did you watch it? Are people no, watching it? No. I don't even know when there's yeah. time to watch it. There's so many sports on right now. <laughs> you want to watch college football? And MLB, the NFL, um, you have hockey has started and basketball starts tomorrow. Um, I'm still trying to watch the 2008 Netflix Redeem Team, which I started. Uh, oh, it's really the other good. Day, which looks amazing. Which looks amazing. I mean, who? I mean, those, I don't have time for that for that show. 
Yeah, I'm I'll not never, into I'll, it. I, I can never have time. I'll never have time for that show. But did yeah, you I was to in watch a game of uh, Game of Thrones to get this show? No, I don't think so. But it's like me with Marvel movies. I'm so behind. I feel like I can't watch any Marvel movie. I don't know half the superheroes any longer. So I've just given up. I'll just never watch another superhero movie again. No Marvel movies for me because I, I just haven't caught up. Uh, Steve, uh, if you could, could you tell us a little bit about all the great things happening? And we're getting into Orange Bowl season right now. We are. Legendary college football game, the 2022 Capital One Orange Bowl Friday, December 30th at Hard Rock Stadium. We don't know who it'll be, but we know it'll always be an awesome matchup between the ACC champ or someone from the Big Ten SEC or maybe even Notre Dame. Top thrilling game action to see the biggest stars. Visit orangebowl.org. Now, Steve, we do know, uh, before you go, you're a, a Matt Rule apologist, and so Stone uh, I just want, Stone wanted to pose you a question real quick. Yes, yeah, Steve, we learned oh, last week okay. that you were a huge fan of Matt Rule, so <laughs> what I've done, <laughs> what I've done here is... Island. <laughs> <laughs> what I've done here is pull up his odds of his next destination, and sadly to you, I'm sure, is that no NFL teams are listed, because I'm sure he's banned for life from the NFL. So I'll read you down the list of schools. Tell me where his best fit is. I'll go in order of the shortest odds. One, it's Nebraska. Two is Auburn, Wisconsin, Arizona State, Colorado, Stanford, Oklahoma, or Texas A&M. Any NFL team, plus 3,000. You know, what's the best fit from the teams that I just listed? Wow. Hey, I love this. I love that you did this. Now, you're right. I don't think he lands an NFL head job, you know, next. Obviously, he didn't prove, he didn't prove enough, and it looks like things are totally falling apart there, you know, in, in Carolina, and he was probably, you know, the first chip. In that in that equation, you mentioned some you know kind of decent attractive attractive jobs. Oh, now, yeah. He built Temple, and then he built Baylor, you know, and did, and did a good job there. I it would it for Auburn. I don't know if it would be appealing enough to the fan base, but that's that's like one that I could see him that I can see him doing and doing and doing a good job with. He's not, not, Wisconsin's not going to happen. Colorado could be another one. They haven't even fired their coach yet, though, right? You just no, they have not. The coaches no. haven't been fired. Yeah. No, that's really disrespectful <laughs> to Colorado's current Oklahoma coach. Oklahoma and Colorado. <laughs> and then Steve yeah. said, yeah. They haven't even fired their coach. <laughs> well, and, and, yeah, and it, that's true. <laughs> and not to mention Oklahoma, who has a first-year coach, and Texas A&M, who has Jimbo Fisher, that they're paying $1 billion to. They are on this list. But, Steve, um, I agree. I love Auburn. I think at plus 300, I, I, I think they need offense at the moment, so that could be a nifty one there. Yeah, I mean, didn't seem to get in any trouble, you know, wise. You know, you got to – he hasn't been – I don't think he's been through the SEC at all as a coach. So just from like the recruiting world, recruiting yeah. wars, I don't know how he'd end up faring, you know, how he'd end up faring there, but they're going nowhere. So, you know, it might be time. He's Steve. an offensive guy, like, you know, like you said. So uh, he's not yeah, well, we're going to do Matt Rule Watch. <laughs> We're going to do Matt yeah. Rule Watch. <laughs> yes, yeah, we Every week, Steve Politziner brings you uh, <laughs> Matt Rule Watch here on Ken Levick Alive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Steve, appreciate you. We'll talk to you next week, okay? Bye, guys. Thank you. Ask Steve's with the president of Good Karma Brand, Steve Politziner, every week here on Ken Levick Alive. Are you, uh, Theo, as a former Panthers fan, <laughs> are you. Um, 
are you thrilled at the way things are just completely collapsing? Are, do you have a, a song in your heart over this, or is part of you a little bit sad that what was constructed and what you used to love is now no longer? I'm just happy that there are people. Literally, I am legit happy that Christian McCaffrey now seems like he's on the block. He's finally being freed so we don't have to watch his career go down the toilet and other guys are getting freed from it. And look, I saw this coming. For all the people that were mad at me, ridiculing me, wanting me to sink with the ship, I noticed that the Titanic was about to hit an iceberg, and I jumped off. And now everybody's mad at me. I do not have survivor's guilt. I, I live, and I will be able to tell it you know, from Arrowhead Stadium as my Chiefs uh, get ready to do a parade at the end of the year. Glendale, baby. Glendale, baby. Glendale. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, uh, if you want to plan a parade, you can do so on a daily basis playing fantasy at Underdog Fantasy. You can check your account and say, wait, I won again? I won another fantasy game on Underdog Fantasy? Let's have myself a little parade or maybe just treat myself to a dinner or do something a little bit fun. That's the reality at Underdog Fantasy. It's my fantasy. It's the best fantasy. It's the fastest growing fantasy at Underdog Fantasy. Got UnderdogFantasy.com or the Underdog Fantasy app. You can play Monday Night Football tonight, which playing Underdog Fantasy, I'm telling you, with Russell Wilson and the Broncos involved, Underdog Fantasy is the only way that it's going to make that palatable against the Chargers tonight. So make sure you have a little bit of, uh, of fantasy to go along with your Russell Wilson tonight. Underdog Fantasy, the Underdog Fantasy app, underdogfantasy.com. Uh, the deposit, promo code West Palm. Uh, you can get it deposited up to $100 if you use the promo code West Palm. Get yourself on Underdog Fantasy, underdogfantasy.com, and the free Underdog Fantasy app. Uh, Theo, how's, uh, how's Ashley doing, by the way, your, uh, your beautiful fiancé who is uh, suffering from a broken ankle? How is she? She is recovering well. She's actually in the office right now taking meetings, and I have to drop her off um, before I go out there to Fort Pierce, Westwood. But she's in good spirits, and hopefully in a couple of weeks we'll have the walking boot off. Who? Uh, what did? What did Fort? Uh, how did Fort uh, Pierce Westwood do this weekend? Um, Fort Pierce Westwood got whooped. Um, but oh. you know what? Chris Coquel and his fighting Coquels—they're—they uh, have a winning record still, and they got a big rivalry game this weekend. That'll be the game of the week on Football Night in South Florida. So redemption time. Plus, I'm sure he's in good spirits too because of his Jets. Yeah, I'm sure they'll bounce back. They've got a lot of talent on that team. And so uh, I am a Fort Pierce Westwood fan. Uh, I think they're going to be just fine. Yeah, of course. And uh, they, got, they got beat up a little bit, but you can see their story a bit. Uh, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. Theo is departing uh, for today, for the rest of today. He'll be back tomorrow, so uh, no worries. Uh, Theo, have a good drive up to Fort Pierce. Uh, tell Ashley we're thinking about her and her ankle, and uh, we'll hold it down until tomorrow, okay? I appreciate that, and yeah, man, uh, I got to make sure that the uh, Westwood guys get their their last talk. I, I talked to Chris Coquel earlier, and he's uh, he's pumped to do an interview, so I can't wait for that. So that'll be fun. <laughs> Chris Coquel pumped to be in front of a camera? No, who would have guessed? Never. <laughs> no, who, who could have seen that coming? Uh, right, Theo, man. talk to you tomorrow, buddy. Peace. All right, so we're in I Think Financial in Delray. It is a free shred day here at the Delray location. When we return. What is the worst part of the Dolphins right now? There's a whole list. There is a whole list of what the worst part of the Dolphins are. And college football, the big three, who feels furthest away? Because there's a legitimate fight now between the Canes, the Knolls, and the Gators. He's Stone the Banowitz, Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. 
from the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Hey, tomorrow here on Ken LaVica Live. Today we're at I Think Financial in Delray for free shred day. And if you are... There we go. We are in West Palm. We're not going to be in West Palm, but the I Think Financial in West Palm has free shred day on Wednesday, 10 to 1. So make sure to bring your documents out there. Grab some snacks, smoothie, chips, and also bring some canned goods for those in the community. It's a really cool thing I Think Financial does. IThinkFI.org. Find out more, IThinkFI.org. But West Delray Beach tomorrow on Wednesday it is free shred day, and then Monday we'll be in Boca Raton at the I Think Financial location for another free shred day. Again, I think fi dot or we're on tour. Um, we're on tour, and I think Financial Shred Day tour. Yeah. Um, but tomorrow we'll be back in studio and Stormhouse Brewing, North Palm Beach. I did this for you. They're bringing food by. Oh, nice. I we thought are. we were going to give the winner, which we are, of last week's Weekend Warriors. Yeah, Stormhouse Brewing Weekend Warriors. We will get through tonight's game, and then we will uh, reveal the winner tomorrow. Right. Um, but Stormhouse Brewing bringing by some food tomorrow, so Stone is going to get oh. Oh. because Stormhouse Brewing is a local craft brewery with a menu. That is impossible to find in North Palm Beach County. That's impossible to find in the Treasure Coast. Good thing it's there for you. Stormhouse Brewing, football and football. Every type of football. You can watch it there. NFL Sunday Ticket or Premier League World Cup. All the matches are there at Stormhouse Brewing. And I'm telling you, that place is going to be bumping during the World Cup. Big time at Stormhouse Brewing. It's also an official location for Palm Beach County Gators fan club viewing, live music, weekly events, and coming up this weekend, Oktoberfest celebration at Stormhouse Brewing. They've got the German band coming out. They've got the German food. They've got the beers. They have the facial hair contest. You don't want to miss it. It's Stormhouse Brewing, stormhousebrewing.com. Our friends from Stormhouse Brewing coming in studio tomorrow with the food. They're going to tell you all about it. Josh and company, Stormhouse Brewing, North Palm Beach, US 1, half mile south of PGA Boulevard in the Crystal Cove comments. That's Stormhouse Brewing, stormhousebrewing.com. Uh, so let's go to social media here at KLV 1063. We opened the show asking what team proved the most yesterday in the NFL. You can still jump in 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Which team proved most yesterday in the NFL? Ed tweets in, I hate to say it, but it's the Jets and Giants. Ed's right there with me. I think the Jets proved the most yesterday. They're no longer this fluky, don't have a quarterback kill list of their wins. They not only beat Aaron Rodgers at Lambeau, but they're 3-0 and on the road. I don't know how this is happening. Yeah, we share the same exact feelings as you, Ed. We're grossed out. Ken's been throwing up all it's afternoon awful. because Just of it. dry heaving, the worst kind of throwing up. And I have something to admit that I think is pretty embarrassing. So every Friday I'm on Josh Cohen and the home team from 4 to 6 with Dean Thomas and Tina. And I do my six promises, right? They're titled Stone Six Promises. The mm-hmm. six things that I promise are going to happen during the weekend. Well, my number one thing last week was the New York teams lose by a combined 20 points. Now, it was with the Giants playing the Ravens, mm-hmm. and it was with the Jets playing the Packers. I went on record, and that was what I promised people. That 20 they, points combined. 
that some, let's say the Ravens beat the Giants by 13 and the Packers beat by the Jets by 10 or maybe even a touchdown, right? Just 20 points combined, the New York teams were going to lose. I said it was going to be a day that we laughed at them. Well, the complete opposite happened, <laughs> and I'm going to have to feel that wrath today on the home team. I'll be joining from at 530, and it's just it's a little embarrassing that I got both of those wrongs, and now this is what we're spending our time bringing out to the masses, just rejoicing in Jets' success and Giants' success. Both teams continue to win and beat teams they shouldn't. David, he tweets, as much as I hate to admit it, the Jets really made a statement. There are a lot of people that are really down because Jets fans are the worst, and when Jets fans are happy, they're going to make sure that you feel miserable because they don't shut up. And this is where we're at right now. Absolutely. And with how many New Yorkers there are down here, I bet walking into your office today was really tough. Miserable. Because Jeff, the New York guy, ha ha, right? He's laughing at Uh everybody. So everybody's had a really tough go at work, I'd imagine. Hopefully Uh, we're there saving grace. Aaron says, the Jets prove the most. Jaco, the Jets, they've proven the most. I mean, down the line, the team that's proved the most, the Jets, And I can't tell you how many messages I have with people qualifying it with, it feels bad to say this, but the Jets. It feels awful, but the Jets. Can can we say that Rob Sala warned us, right? He said he was going to be keeping receipts, and and here we are again just showing love. One of the worst parts is that was such like a desperate, like just total clown show, and he's going to get away with it. He's going to more than get away with it. And they're so talented. He gets to say that he called it or I told you so. They're so good. No, okay. Hold on. I'm getting ahead of myself. They're not so good. Mm. But there's some bad dudes on that team. Some bad dudes that want to hurt you. And you can tell that it's starting to gel a little bit. Yeah, and with how cliche the phrase is, a bunch of young talent, that's annoying to hear or even say. But it literally, at the core, is why this Jets team is good. You got guys like Sauce Gardner, their number one corner that they drafted. He's walking and talking like he's a 9-, 10-year NFL vet. He is elite. Brees Hall, a guy that not many people expected or even knew his name coming into the season from Iowa State. I mean, he's, I think, over 200 yards on yeah. scrimmage yards in the past two or three weeks. He's a I mean, horse. It's ridiculous. We're talking about Garrett Wilson, who even tossed on the cheesehead helmet, walked off. It's just There's a lot of things going right, and I think it helps when you have 21, 22, 23-year-olds at the helm, guys who are now becoming – quickly leaders of a locker room and stuff. It's a little dangerous, to be honest. So which team proved the most yesterday in the NFL? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And then there's the Dolphins, and I'm not enjoying my Dolphins experience now. It's not, it's not the quarterback, and that's been wildly frustrating. Tua goes down. There was the constant discussion about, oh, did he have the concussion against the Bills? Why did the Dolphins try to murder him? How badly did the Dolphins try to murder him? Uh, punish them. Somebody needs to be fired. I don't know who. That was a direct quote from Stephen A. Smith, by the way. He was the highest paid media personality in all of sports. Um, it, it just stupid dumb dialogue that made you stupider for hearing it, okay? But fine, I'm over it right now. I've become numb to that stuff. Even Bills fans, they're still, still going back to, it was so hot on the sideline. It's such a competitive advantage for the Dolphins. You should shovel all the snow on the Dolphins' sideline when they come up to Buffalo. You wusses. I mean, what a bunch of sissies. And they won't let it go. They will not let it go. It's really, Bills fans, 
I want to feel good for you, but you make it impossible. You make it impossible. I have not heard any complaints up until this year that during 1 o'clock games, the sun is beating down on the visiting sideline until you people came down and your team came down and you're being soft as cotton. It is embarrassing. It's an embarrassing look for a team that's the favorite in the AFC. Stop it. Stop it because you look stupid and you sound stupid. And I think what makes them actually stupid is that a team, a cold weather team in Minnesota came down, had no complaints. They, they'd rented, you know, the, the weather yeah. benches. They had the fan. They had the fog but and the mist going. Now, they had no, no complaints. No, they had no complaints, but then Fox tried to perpetuate it yesterday by showing the temperature on the Vikings sideline compared to the temperature on the Dolphins sideline. Yep. They've latched onto it because everybody loves the cute, cuddly little Bills, and we're going to hold them to our football bosom, and we're going to say, oh, Bills, suckle on that teat. Suckle on that teat. We love you. We want you to grow into a, a full football beast here come here get get sustenance just put your mouth right there and we love them so much uh and so what we're going to do is we're going to pick up on that and say oh the bills were treated unfairly so let's continue to push this narrative that the dolphins are doing something sinister shut up quite literally shut up it's so dumb um and and what we're we're looking at now is a dolphins team that can't do anything right. The defense shows up yesterday, but then the offense can't do anything. You've got Skylar Thompson going down second series yesterday with a fluke hand obliteration. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater goes down after one play against the Jets. He comes in. He has no time. The offensive line is miserable. I mean, just the absolute worst. Liam Eikenberg, he provides nothing. I didn't know you were going to name drop. Absolutely nothing. Robert Hunt? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. If Taron Armstead's not playing, the Dolphins' offensive line is maybe worse than it's been the last two years, which is incredibly difficult to do. And it's tough because Taron Armstead's a vet that we brought in, paid him his money, and now he's got a little toe injury. He's able to sit on the sideline. He's side always line. been a little injury prone. He know he's gotten, he's, he got his bag, right? He's happy, so I'm sure he's not rushing back onto the field. No, but he, I, think that, I think that's a little unfair because he's tried play with that toe. I mean, he has. He's had that toe almost all season long, and he's going to play Sunday, it appears, against the Steelers, but I, I, I still I like Mike McDaniel. I do, but I am very discouraged by the lack of any sort of rushing attack, and I understand the offensive line doesn't help that, but Mike McDaniel, with all that we pumped him up as this offensive genius, when you are starting to get real thin, and your depth is decreasing in a major way, I thought he was someone that was brought in to offset that by getting creative and finding different schemes in order to churn out yards, put up points. And I know it's difficult when you have one starting quarterback and he lasts six seconds and you're having to insert another starting quarterback. But I'm discouraged right now. And we can say the Dolphins are going to get healthy, but there's still some pieces. Byron Jones is not going to play this year. Nope. Byron Jones is not going to play this year. Nick Needham, you've lost him. Your secondary, Your secondary is dead. You are going to have to rely on Igbo, who played well yesterday, but are you going to be able to get a good last 12 weeks of the season out of Igbo, who, by the way, had his last name pronounced 47 different times from Jonathan Vilma yesterday on Fox? It's the most impressive thing I've ever seen on television. I don't know. 
It, it, as far as the Dolphins are concerned, I'm so sick of the heat conversation, but I'm also so sick of Chris Greer unable to ever put the pieces together with any depth on the offensive line. That gnaws at me. What gnaws at you most with the current Dolphins experience? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Also, which team proved the most yesterday in the NFL? 888-760-3776. Leo in Riviera Beach. Leo, what's going on, brother? Hey, guys, thanks for taking my call. Uh, I just want you guys to notice a few things that whenever the Dolphins lose and have extended losing streaks, all the Do- all the non-Dolphins fans come out of the woodwork, the Coquels of the world, the Jets fans of the world, the Bills fans of the world. Shoot, even the Chiefs fans of the world, a.k.a. Um, Teddy Dolo. They will all come out mm-hmm. and say, what, what happened to the Dolphins? What happened to the Dolphins? I thought they were so good. I thought they were so good. Even though three weeks ago when we were 3-0, and they weren't even giving us flowers. They were just saying, no. oh, I don't think the Dolphins are for real. I don't think this is the Dolphins are going to be good. Something. Oh, they just, they always play. So it's like you don't give us the flowers, but when we lose, you kick us when we're down. And you can't keep the Dolphins' name out your mouth. That's the one thing that makes me kind of happy. Right is to know that at least we we live rent free in other other teams' heads because if the Dolphins are ever like for real, for real, for real, legit, how good is that gonna feel when we are kicking butt like that? But Well because it's easy team, to, I to, to, give to... It to Go ahead, Ken. Oh, no, no, what I was going to say, Leo, before you, you, you get to the team that proved most, it's always easy to come down in the area where a team resides and then be all cocky when you start having success. And Bills fans, fine. But Jets fans, like this is years and years and years of pent-up uh, trash talk because they've been irrelevant. Not just bad, but irrelevant in the grand scheme of things. So now they're natural New Yorker is coming out, which is the most obnoxious character trait in all of sports is New York. By the way, go Guardians. All right, sorry, Leo. Yes, definitely go Guardians. But I'm sitting here like I gotta, I I can't be them. We are not them, right? So I gotta give it to the Jets. We are not the haters that they are. So I gotta give it to them. They're doing pretty good. They're like they're for real. Like they're kind of a legit team, although they beat. uh, Packers team that can't figure out their offense, and then they they beat us. That we had a backup quarterback, but no excuses. The Jets beat us. We'll see them. We'll see them when they have to come down to Miami. See what's up. And Coquel, yeah. don't mm-hmm. worry. Don't you worry, big dog. The universe will even itself out. <laughs> the Jets will even itself out, and we'll get out of this upside down. Even Fox mentioned it yesterday that we must be in the upside down if if the Jets are doing good this year. Yeah, have a great day, absolutely, you guys. Leo. Pins up. Leo, I was going to ask you before you get out of here how you're feeling about yeah. the Dolphins' predicted 12-5 and record that you had came on before the season had started. How's that? How are you feeling about that? Well, I'm a little bit – it's a little bit shaky, to be honest. I didn't think we were going <laughs> to beat the Bills. And so when we beat the Bills and the Ravens, I thought these first four games we might go 2-2 two and two and then go on a long winning streak, you know, with the next nine games. So it still can be done, but – we're going to have to surprise some people. The only way that it's ever going to happen, though, in a million years is Tua's got to be healthy. Like, we can't. Yeah, The offense is tailor-made for Tua. McDaniels doesn't make enough adjustments when, when, we, when our backup comes in. You see other teams like the Steelers. Trubisky came in. They won the game against the, the heavily favored Bucks. But when our backups come in, 
it's almost like we don't know how to adjust for their playing style. Well, if if, if it, the offensive line isn't giving us time, why the heck are we running double right. moves with Waddle and Hill? We need to run five yard slants and out. Jalen we Waddle is doing not that. And, 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 and Leo, appreciate the call. I just I gotta bang out a couple uh, more calls here. But Jalen Waddle's not the reason the Dolphins lost. But no. That is losing football. You can't fumble in that spot the way that Jalen Waddle got stripped. You just can't. You can't. You can't. I mean, you're absolutely not. But, you know, before we go to break, uh, Leo kind of brought up a good point. So what we saw uh, yesterday with Mitch Trubisky coming in, you know, that they were able to prepare for a Mitch Trubisky offense. So when he did get thrown into the game, you have an entire offensive staff who knows what he likes to do on third down, to know what situations he's mm-hmm. comfortable when it's down in distance, to know when they need to take a shot down the field, what plays he likes the most. All the eggs were in this Tua basket. So now when you have yeah. Skylar Thompson, who not one coach on this staff, offensive lineman receiver, expected this kid to play, he's jogging out on that field as a, as a starter. Teddy Bridgewater comes in. You didn't plan for these guys to play. Right. I, I know we're talking about NFL coaches. You can't plan for one guy in back-to-back games. That guy has been gone within a snap of a finger. So when we're looking all over the place, like, oh, why aren't these things happening? It's because we didn't expect to be put into this situation as a team and as fans. So it's a little tough, and they're going to need some time to get it going, but hopefully to uh, find themselves back against Kenny Pickett slash Mr. Trubisky. The Dolphins need the help from Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. They have a team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit BaptistHealth.net slash ortho today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combining its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit BaptistHealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices is conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. By the way, five penalties and six plays on offense in the first half. That's not good from the Dolphins either, and I'm sorry. That falls on Mike McDaniel. I, I'm, I'm all in on the guy still, but that is a coaching issue. That is a coaching concern. Stone Labano, it's Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. <laughs> From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. We've seen a lot of discourse over the last couple of days about whether or not the baseball postseason format is fair. But trust me when I tell you we're only reading that, we're only hearing that because the Dodgers are out again. Let's not act like this is an anomaly. This is the Dodgers norm, okay? Any format they've played in, they've been a disappointment except for one season, okay? And they had to play that World Series in Texas, all right? Uh, Because the Braves are gone, went out with a whimper. Because the Yankees are on the verge of being knocked out. We're only hearing about this because the big market favorites are, especially the Yankees, struggling and having their issues in the postseason. If these teams moved on, you wouldn't hear any of this, any of this discussion. And... And you're going to see if the Yankees lose tonight, Game 5, you are going to hear a lot of, oh, no, what a terrible result for Major League Baseball. Who cares? Baseball doesn't need the Yankees. Baseball doesn't need the Dodgers. Baseball doesn't need the Braves. Have you seen the scenes in San Diego? Have you seen the scenes in Philadelphia? That's what pulls me in is that, those atmospheres. I may not be able to name 
four players on those teams, but you know what? I'm drawn into the energy. I'm drawn into the scenes Preach. in love those that. places. Love that. Get out of here with, oh, baseball, without the Dodgers and without the Yankees, what are we going to do? You know what? I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. There's your answer. Eat that. Now, Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. Reminder, underdog fantasy, play baseball fantasy tonight. Basketball fantasy on the way. Promo code West Palm, all one word. Double in your deposit up to $100. Underdog fantasy and underdogfantasy.com. Tony in West Palm sneaking in before the buzzer here on Ken Levick alive. What's up, Tony? Levick, R-E-L-A-X, my brother. NYCBX, baby, we got this, but that's not what I'm calling. Hey, yo, I'm going to have to do it like this. It's going to be some love for the Jets uh, because they did their thing and they won me $250 on top of that. Let's you know, go. So Let's I, go. So they got some props. And then Philly definitely gets the props because they, 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 they shined last night. Like I, I know, you know Dallas came back towards the end, but Philly just looked like a well-oiled machine, straight yeah. is. You know what I mean? Yep. Like they look really good. Um, my man Stone, I'm gonna need you to step into that show today, and I'm gonna need you to uh, Jedi mind trick these cats. Because if you said they they were gonna lose by twenty, a uh, combined twenty, yo, they won. You know, the, the com- combination was a win by twenty one. So all you gotta do is confidently step up in there and be like, yo. Y'all see, I said they were going to win by 20, and they won by 21. Love it. Love it. Tony, you got five seconds. I love it. I'm going to keep that energy. Tony, we'll talk to you tomorrow, brother. That's Stone. I'm Ken from I Think Financial Delray.